K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to a special holiday, holiday episode of the podcast dojo, baby. You know what it is, black on both sides. I'm one half of the host, King Kunta 3X. You know I ain't, I'm not really down with this Christmas stuff. The other half of my show, of this show, our show, is the world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted, Mr. B, honest. What up, B? I was about to tell you call me Scrooge, but then you said you're not really down with the Christmas stuff either. So, yeah, we the same. Yeah, I, I kind of have issues with a uh, Caucasian man breaking into houses across the planet with little to no, uh, nothing in the way of any sort of consequences or repercussions for his, uh, you know, forced entry into homes. Oh, I thought that black people co-opted Santa just like they did Jesus. And now there's black Santas just like they're black Jesus <laughs> or supposed Black, Black Santa sounds like a terrible idea. It sounds like sometimes he might not have all of it, just a piece of it. You know, maybe he'll put your shit on the way. Maybe you get a picture of your gift. It sounds kind of sketchy. I don't think I would co-sign Black Santa. Oh, okay. It seems like. Yeah, right. you, well, anyway, I'm, in, I'm here. What's up, man? Man. So, holiday time. Have you finished all your shopping? <sighs> so, me and Kit are not exchanging gifts. And um, we're buying very few gifts for anyone else. So, we're done. So what did you get her? Because by the time this podcast, oh, wait, it won't. Never mind. We'll talk offline. I didn't get her anything. We, we're not exchanging gifts. Sure you didn't, buddy. <laughs> As for me, um, <laughs> even though King Kunta doesn't celebrate Christmas, King Kunta's family does. So I got to be with that bullshit. So I've done, done all the shopping I'm going to do. Uh, you know, I've got two younger ones in the house. Well, not really. I got one teenager and one four-year-old. So, you know. It'll be interesting to see that the look. Have you, ever seen, you, you know what I'm talking about? The look you're, you, you're, you see in your kid's eye as they're tearing into Christmas presents. You know what I'm talking about, B? I remember one year, me and my, um, my wife, this is my first wife, we um, spent probably about $700 on Christmas gifts. They were, Ooh. even still, they all fit onto a coffee table. It was a pretty big coffee table, but a coffee table nonetheless. There were a couple that were spilled over on the sides or taller, whatever, mm-hmm. say on the floor. But um, I would say at like maybe 8 a.m., we woke the kids up to come downstairs and, and start opening their gifts. At 8.07, they were done opening every single gift. And my son said, so now what? Isn't that a great feel- feeling? <laughs> Last <laughs> Christmas was when I saw the look in my, I, when my, I'd, I'd say it's the lost innocence. I saw that last Christmas with my, she was three then. She realized what Christmas really means in this country. You know what Christmas means in this country? You're buying your kids love? Stuff. All the stuff. And you better have the right stuff. So you don't have the stuff that I just told Santa about 2.3 nanoseconds before I walked in here. I'm going to have to wonder what's going on with this, Santa. Sounds like a shaky situation. How can one man go to so many places? I digress. When the, the, the innocence is gone and it's about stuff. That's what happened. Oh, wow. So, I don't know. When, maybe when she gets older, we can dial this back. But from four to like, I don't know. That ship is sailed. We've got to dial it back somewhere down the line. One time. Probably, my, be honest. One time hold on. One time my son tricked me. He lost a tooth. Didn't tell me. He put it away somewhere. Didn't tell me that he lost it. No tooth fairy, obviously. Then a week later, he tells me he, he lost his tooth, put it under his pillow. The next day, there was money. He's like, see, I knew it was you. Damn. Right. I just go with it. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even, I was like, oh, that's what had happened? Okay. <laughs> that's what I'd be saying. You know, good thing. Next time, tell daddy, okay, okay. <laughs> that's crazy, man. But, yeah, that's crazy. Speaking of crazy. I'm in the process of while we're recording this podcast of, you know, it's a long weekend for most people. Uh, unless you're an asshole, you probably decided to burn some of that PTO and take off Christmas Eve if your job doesn't give it to you. So this is all, all intents and purposes. It should be a four-day weekend for most people. So I cooked yesterday barbecue chicken. Yeah, I'm that kind of black. And today I'm doing a, a gumbo. And it's taken a long time. I underestimated just how much effort would be required to make a roux. 
So this I might not be doing this for a long time. I oh. just went blah 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 blah. Umbo, gumbo, blah 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 blah. Didn't I be honest? Yeah, because of rue. What is that? Okay. So in gumbo, you got it. The roux is flour and seasonings and stuff that turns the gumbo. It gives the gumbo its color. It's got to be like chocolate. Takes a long time. That's an hour and a half process to make a roux of you just stirring and standing, hoping and wishing. It's overrated. I get it. Pianos doesn't cook. Anywho, maybe there is a podcast out there that talks about kitchens <laughs> doing stuff. And perhaps if we were, you know, Close to each other, we might be sitting on a couch talking about <laughs> recipes and whatnot. But, you know, silly me. You know me. I'm a fucking dreamer. I'm an idealist. I just, who knows? It's crazy. Anyway, be honest. So, yeah, I finished wrapped up my Christmas shopping. Although I live in Southern California, I don't think I'm going out very much tomorrow outside in the outside world unless I go for alcohol. What about you? Tomorrow you're saying as, because we're recording this on Sunday, you're saying tomorrow is Christmas Eve or Christmas? Yeah, Christmas Eve. I'm kind of just, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to wait out to Christmas morning. I'm going to try not to have to leave my house tomorrow. I actually have to work tomorrow. What the fuck, B? You in a crew of one PTO day? I, did, I didn't oh, take man. it. There was It wasn't necessary because everybody's leaving at 11 a.m. So I was like, I'm not wasting a day. if I, I only got to be here till 11 a.m. anyway. I don't know, man. Sounds like a bad idea. Sounds like maybe you should have burnt it at PTO. Nah, I'm good. I'll use my days later. I guess, man. Look, although King Kunta doesn't really, really fuck with the idea of a white Jesus being born on December 25th, he doesn't he doesn't really fuck with the idea of some strange white man breaking into houses with no, absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt, no consequences, only rewards. But still, you get caught up in this shit. It's it's one of my favorite holidays because I think around this time, around this week, around these days, are about the only times that people, usually across the board, with rare exceptions, make an old college try not to be a complete bag of assholes. What do you think, <laughs> be honest? You think, you think this time of the season causes people to 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 try to improve? Uh, I, not really. I guess so, but I'm just uh, the reason why I, I definitely am going is there's not going to be any traffic tomorrow. This is the first, so it'll be no. It'll be basically no commute whatsoever. It'll be almost like non-existent. And then just because I, I kind of want to be out, I don't want to be in the house. I don't. I don't know. I'm in the house a lot, so I'll no commute. Out. That's not really what I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Do you think that at this time of the year, at or about Christmas Day, people in this country are less assholish than they would normally be. I guess you could say there's a case for that. Well, that that tacit admission is why this holiday actually is one of my favorite. People <laughs> kind of try to do to be to be non-assholes <laughs> for the about this week. Right. Then it all goes to shit December twenty sixth. Yeah. Pretty much. I remember one time on New Year's Eve one year, I remember that um I was uh, assaulted. I don't know. I don't know if this is considered an assault, but I should have called the police. Um, when a Q dog pulled out his dick in front of everybody, and it just happened to be larger than an arm, and he was right by my shoulder, and I should I, I, I took offense to that. So I, maybe I'm just jaded about the whole Christmas season. Okay, there's a couple of things to unpack here. <laughs> Some of our listeners may not be familiar with HB, HBCUs and or Q dogs. So what Be Honest was talking about is a black fraternity uh, whose nickname is the Q-Dogs. And because we're black and we like to label ourselves and stick in categories, the fraternities actually do fall into various personality types. For example, your more nerdy types of, of people may join Alpha Phi Alpha, Epsilon, Iota, whatever, right. FIA. That's black and gold, established in 1906. Um, Others who may like good ladies more than the average person may become Kappas. Right. Kappas love to party, but responsibly because they have to make it out of the end with a lady friend of their choosing. (laughs) Number three. (sighs) 
<laughs> Number three would be the cute dogs that Bionis was referencing. And as soon as Bionis said cute dog, my expectations completely changed for the remainder of his story. Right. So because Bionis said cute dog and then explained what happened, I'm actually not surprised at all. My eyebrow didn't raise. My brow is not furrowed. That sounds like some shit that would happen when one is in the company of Q-Dogs. Right. Q-Dogs, I would say, they fuck up your shit. You never really want more than two at any given point. Anything above two, something's getting broken. It's just a, just a good, you know, famous Q-Dogs, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, it shocked me too. Seemed more like a Kappa to me, but whatever. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, fits. Shaq to the fool. Um, the late, great Steve McNair was a Q, if I'm not mistaken. And so on and so forth. So, Steve Harvey, Q-Dog. Um, Ricky Smiley, also a Q-Dog. So these are the type of people that are up for for uh, fuck shits across the board, I'd say. Be honest, do you have any opinion on that? Uh, yeah, fuck shit, totally, <laughs> fuck shit all the time. I've never, I've never, I've never met a Q that was willing to just let something go. No, man, that's like they're like gremlins. You can't have more than two. If you have more than two, you've got a situation on your hands. Right. So. But I digress. Be honest, guess what? <laughs> What's up? Space Force is happening! Uh-oh. <laughs> now, some people on podcasts want to talk about the good things Donald Trump has done, and they talk about prison reform. Well, tonight, we're not that fucking podcast. We're talking about the Space Force. <laughs> Can't wait for this shit, be honest. You got to be an admiral? Man, if that cutoff is not 40, I'm in there like swimwear. Okay, so do you have to actually have to go to space? down if that cut off. Was that? Do you actually have to go to space? Yes. Yes, that would be the space force. Right, but you might might just defend the... The the world. The the area underneath the space. Like, just anything from the air. Here comes the man in black. Galaxy defend. Yeah, that's me. I'm going to be the galaxy defender. Guardians of the galaxy, men in black, then me. Space force. I feel like you are not expressing the proper level of excitement over the concept of a sixth branch of government of defense known as the Space Force, to be honest. What the fuck? Well, I just remember that you were giving uh, this, the idea of it a lot of shit on a previous episode, and now all of a sudden you, you want to be the admiral. Be honest. I've told you this since day one. King Kunta is many things, and flexible is not one of them. Think about this, be honest. You got King Kunta, right? Okay. Going through space camp to train for Space Force. You know what I'm thinking? Guns with lasers. Not (laughs) guns with lasers. Guns that are lasers. Space suits. Spaceships. The holodeck. It's all going down. What's not to like here, be honest? What's a holodeck? That's the that thing on Star Trek where you can go in there and whatever you can imagine becomes real. And you go there to relax. <laughs> we know a certain nasty Nelson probably you'd have to you'd have to peel him out after he's near death from dehydration because he's <laughs> no longer has any fluids. Yeah, hi the holodeck, man. I'm looking okay. forward to that. So you're you're not but, just a you're not just a Japanese nerd. You're a nerd on, on a lot of levels. Many layers. My blurredness okay. is very layered. That's true. Okay. But you know what, be honest, despite the fact you're trying to throw shade, I am willing to defend you as part of the brotherhood of humanity <laughs> as I defend all of Terra, a.k.a. Earth. I can't wait. So you like um, you like humans more than aliens, then, is what you're saying? Black, white, eh. orange, yellow, whatever. Well, let's see. If the aliens have, you know, you know, or humanoid, like in the Star Trek '60s way, where they were just painted green, or like Gamora. Yeah, I could, yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, I could, yeah, I could, I could, 
I can fuck with that. I can get down with that. This is great. You know whose idea this first was? Um, Al Gore? Ronald Reagan. Remember Star Wars? Yeah. The defense budget spending bill, Star Wars? Yep. He's going to put up all those satellites. They're going to pew, 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 pew. Shoot lasers and shit. Yeah, it was all Ronald Reagan, man. Anyway, Donald Trump. Hey, hey, you orange son of a bitch. I know they haven't told you about the aliens. I know you don't fucking already know there already is a real Space Force, but they don't call it Space Force because it came up with a better name than fucking Space Force. You still tried. You stayed in your lane. You did what you thought you could do. And you said, you know what? Space Force sounds fucking cool. You, you know what, Donald? It is fucking cool. Never let it be said that a broken clock is not right at least twice a day. Aren't you happy to be honest? I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. I've given Donald Trump a flower while he can still smell it. Uh, this isn't the one. This isn't the one that he wants, though. It's the one that we need. <laughs> All right, enough of the fuck shit. There are serious things that happened this week. Be honest. Serious things that should make every American feel a little bit less safe. Actually, a whole fucking lot a bit less safe than they did a week ago. Even though it's Christmas time, there's still fuckery to be, that's going on in D.C., and we're going to chat about it. So thing number one that happened, we're in the middle of a government shutdown. Be honest, you read anything about this? You heard about that, the government shutdown? Yeah, I know. He, Donald Trump just said that if he didn't get money for the wall, fuck the government. Actually, Donald Trump already had money for the, for the wall and the bill they did send him. It's not the five point. Six billion or five point one billion, he actually wants for the wall. Right, right. They got they gave him one point six. They they did peel him off a little bit because you know, contrary to popular belief, border security actually is a thing that right. most people think should be a thing. Right. So after the week Donald Trump said, we're just gonna focus on on this right now. After the week Donald Trump said, he signals to Congress. And uh, including the Senate and the House, that he's willing to sign a compromise bill. This motherfucker then proceeds to watch Fox and Friends, in which his Fox and Friends tell him that they now view the, the president differently because he caved on his wall. As soon as that shit wrapped up, this motherfucker picked up a phone and decided, hey, I'm no longer willing to sign the compromise bill that would keep the government from falling into or well, being shut down for the third time during the Trump presidency. This is the third time. A week ago, Donald Trump talking to Senator Schumer says, I'm willing to shut this. I'm willing to shut to, to have a shutdown uh, for border security. I will own it. I'm proud to own it. This is in response to Schumer saying, you're going to have a Trump shutdown if, if you keep insisting on this wall because we're not going to fund the 5.1 to 5.6 billion for the wall. That was about a week ago. It was all good just a week ago. Two days ago. The Democrats are responsible for the shutdown of this wall. Tweet by 45. 45, let me holler at you real quick, playboy. Are you okay? You have any, uh, got a little dementia, do you? No, you don't? You don't? You sure? Okay. Because if you don't have dementia, I'm going to talk to you like you're a regular, regular person. When you say shit, and it's recorded, that means later somebody's going to play the recording when you say some shit that's different from the shit you said back then. Now, the last three years, that hasn't really been a problem. But see, you lost the house. And Mueller's wrapping up, sorry, Mueller's wrapping up his probe. So, Playboy, you might want to either say nothing or be consistent with whatever you're saying. Come to PSA to 45. So be honest. Yes. Government shut down because Friday, uh, the Senate, who's still, which is still under uh, GOP majority until January, put together a rule, uh, a, a bill with the with the six with the five point one to five point six for the wall. It made it through the Senate, voting party line strictly. 
not the Senate, sorry. It made it through the House along party House, lines. Yeah. Goes up to Mitch McConnell, who tries to issue it for a vote. It does not pass. Um, more negotiations were engaged up through about midnight, Friday night. And obviously no resolution was reached because Trump was no longer willing to sign anything that did not uh, did not uh, earmark $5.1 to $5.6 billion for his wall. Right. Which was a campaign promise. As a result, for the last two days, the government has been shut down. That means that some of you know your friends, family, and loved ones who may be in the military or any branch of government may or may not be getting a paycheck until an agreement is reached on this spending bill to fund the government. The problem is Trump doesn't give a fuck. He wants 5.1 to 5.6 for his wall. So he's been reminded by Fox and Friends this is a campaign promise. And if he caves on this, he's going to look even weaker than he does. Meanwhile, Senate, uh, the, the Senate leader for the Democrats, Schumer, is saying, yeah, you ain't getting that dog. The incoming Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, is saying, yeah, yeah, no, uh, we're not with the shits. Fuck you. Fuck your wall. So potentially, this shutdown could last for a very long time, and it's going to affect hundreds of thousands of Americans who have nothing to do with this pissing contest that's going on. What do you think about that, be honest? Um, what do I think about that? I was a part of the an, another government shutdown. I'm not sure if it was the last one, but it was the one in 95. I was actually in boot camp when it happened, and we didn't work for 11 days. We didn't get paid for 11 days, but we also didn't work, and we were also still in boot camp, so it kind of sucked for me. However, I bet. from what I remember, only the only people that that got paid were people who were forward deployed in areas of combat or situations where they could not let down their posts. So when you say the military won't get paid, everyone who's in a dangerous situation who is having to hold up arms, they're going to continue getting paid. However, your local alderman type, uh, you know, government desk worker, they're not going to get paid. They're not going to work. So those people are going to be affected. Well, it's also your your military individuals who are not deployed. Right, right. Who are here at home, like, not getting paid either. Like me, I was in boot camp. Uh, yeah, my, my son has not been paid for any of the Trump stoppages. Yeah. Um, He's in the Air Force. Is it ideal? No. Um, but at the same time, eh, I, I don't know. But, but, but focus on the last part that I told you, right. which is that you've got this, this president saying, I can't give in on this. This is a campaign promise. Right. You've got the incoming op- opposite party saying, we're not giving on, giving up on this. This is dumb and we're not going to do it. So you've got an impasse here right. that really has no effect on either of these two parties to decide this issue. To me, that's a shame. Yeah, well, here's To the- me, I think that all branches of government, when there's a shutdown, not all, but particularly the representatives, the congresspeople, their pay should be upheld for not getting the job done, Absolutely. but it won't be. Absolutely. And you, as as ridiculous as it is on Trump's side, it's that ridiculous on the other side as well. It's ridiculous. All of it's ridiculous. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I would say that $5.1 billion for a new wall that serves no actual purpose is a little silly when we can't, you know, make sure that veterans have, you know, fully, you know, have access to health care. <laughs> They're not giving the veterans health care if they don't build the wall. The, the motherfuckers on the other side are the, not willing it, to spend the money in a good place. The money can go somewhere else. Where is it? Other but than where is it going to go? Point. It could go, but where is it going to go? Veterans have been it's fucked up. not going to go up. to a wall, I tell you that. Veterans have been fucked up for years. They, they, nobody's ever yelled out, hey, let's take some of this money we're spending on this other stuff and give it to vet. No, they're not. They're cutting veteran things. As a matter well, of fact. There's a reason why I said that, be honest. Because a veteran, seeing that this wall is probably dead on arrival and not happening, has started to go fund me to raise money for the wall. This is a uh, former Army individual. I can't remember his name offhand. I apologize. It doesn't matter. Well, what's triple, important is the $16.2 million. So, hmm? what's it, his name is not important. What's important is the $16.2 million is raised already. Yeah. So he's got, you know, he's got it. So I just want to remind people that Trump told his base... We're going to build a wall and Mexico is going to pay for it and they're going to be happy to do so. Right. Flash forward to 2018 where we have triple amputee trying to raise money for said wall. Hmm. Because Trump has not been able to get it funded with a majority, a super majority 
of Republicans at every branch of, of the executive branch, they were a, a rubber stamp and he was not able to get his wall Well, the funded. Senate has a lot to do with that, though. It just doesn't matter. They were overwhelmingly majority Republican and they had a rubber stamp. And by the way, just so you know that King Kunta, he, despite what Biana says about me being a liberal, that's not really accurate. The same shit happened to President Obama. His first 100 days, his first term, he didn't get a lot of shit done because he was dumb enough to think that everyone was going to forget what color he was, hold his hand and sing Kumbaya. So Donald Trump has wasted his majority. The only time he's going to have this, and he didn't get much passed. He didn't get his number one campaign promise funded, even though he had a fucking rubber stamp from the House of Representatives and the Senate. Here's what's different to me, Kunta, is that there are 16.2 million reasons why the voters are casting their vote again for Trump. And, you know, 16.2 million is nowhere near the five billion he needs. But 16.2 million is a whole lot of fucking scratch, considering this is just a GoFundMe page. I think. Listen, listen. Do you, how many how many people you think are in a white supremacist group? Oh, probably come a lot. On, Maybe man. This is million, not about white supremacy. So we're just so no. I'm I'm addressing your point because he was able to raise substantial amount of money from a very specific group of individuals. That means this has merit. Okay, sure, whatever. There's a whole lot more in the majority who don't want this wall which is why they had to start a GoFundMe anyway. I don't agree. I don't agree that there's a, a huge majority that doesn't want the wall. I don't believe that. You believe that. I don't believe that. I think If they did, they would call their representatives no, it doesn't. and their, you, and you their know senators it doesn't and tell work them, that way. we want the wall. You know That's it doesn't happening. work that way. You know it doesn't work that way. You know it doesn't. Call as much as you want to. If your call even gets answered, if your letter even gets acknowledged, it doesn't work that way. The dickheads up top, in the, in the Senate and the House of Representatives, they don't give a fuck what people actually want until they stop voting for them. They can write letters and make phone calls all day long until they stop voting for them. Yes, be honest. So that's why you have a petition in which you get hundreds of thousands of letters. The Democratic Party does that quite a bit. Uh, they, they send you an email asking you to sign up for a petition to local Congress people. Have you ever signed a petition? Actually, actually, it does work very well. And that's what a lot of things – that's what a lot of uh, – how a lot of action has been has has acted at a local level when you have disasters or some of this border stuff. Uh, there's a call that's sent out, and so the, you know, so the people. I say that to say this that breaks on party lines. So there's all these Republicans, uh, constituents clamoring for the wall. Why do their representatives not try to push forward for a wall? Maybe because they don't exist. I would like some sovereignty. Uh, I don't know if the wall is going to get it or not, but I would like some. I would like there to be clearly defined lines between what's an American and what's not an American. I like that idea. It's a thin line. Well, between what's an American and... You know what? What's an American, be honest? That's a great question. I'm, what is an American? I'm, you tell me. I'm an American. I think, I think you're one. Is Melania Trump an American? I don't know. You don't know if the first lady is an American? I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, uh... I think the answer is yes. Okay. Now she's had an anchor baby, so that works. Okay. Nonetheless, but, I would like but, I would like know, some clearly defined day, rules. That, that's a fuzzy. I know what white America looks like. Exactly, but, it's fuzzy. I need it to not be fuzzy anymore. So whatever, it how are you going to do that? Be honest. Whatever it takes. In a country to, founded by immigrants, every since day one, every country was founded by immigrants. You just no, yes, no, not necessarily. Yes. Egyptians have always been Egyptians. So you're for telling the most me part. no? That's not true. That is absolutely not the truth. Every country eh, It's probably not Let me figure another country <laughs> about Somalians or Somalians have been Somalians Gonna be Somalians So they just grew up Out of the ground huh Somalians were They were in the earth And they just stepped Out of the earth And now they're, they're Somalians Right Give me a break man you, Every- you, you saying there are No such thing as Indigenous people That can't be what you're saying It is what I'm saying the, Even the, even the indig- no Indigenous people. Even the indigenous people Of this country were were immigrants over the Bering Strait when Russia? Oh, what about Aboriginal people in, in Australia? Listen, there, listen. Where they came from somewhere else. Yes, they did. They came from. They, yeah, alien overlords. I've been trying to say this. <laughs> All I'm saying is, they were implanted. It, America is very new. It's hundreds of years old. Where there are other civilizations that are that are ancient civilizations. So it would seem as though America has no culture, has no start, has no whatever. But what I'm trying, what I would. America. I would like for you to understand that at some point we have to lock down what the definition of an American is, so we can actually move forward. And if we and if we can't do that, which it seems like we're getting a lot of fucking slack or flack from, this is going to carry. It's going to carry itself out. The point I'm trying to make is that we have to. The at definition some point of American define. won't include me or you. I think it would. Right? I think it would. 
I absolutely think it would. Both 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 of us, mixed and black, would both be considered Americans under the defining rules of what America is right now. Even from Trump and anybody else who you, you're saying are white supremacists, they would categorize us as Americans as well. You know, there are people that have, that have been in this country for 30, 40, 50 years uh-huh. and still may not even speak English. Okay. And- it could be Mexican-American, Chinese-American. Okay. And you think that that's okay. So you're telling me that if you, if, if you were in China right now and there was a person who was there, a white person, who refused to learn Chinese but had a house there for 30 years, you think they would consider him Chinese? Fuck no, they wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. They've defined the line and we need to do the same thing. And it's not wrong of us who to want they that. that's defined the line? China. Where's this line? China defined it. What's, how does China define who's Chinese and who's not? I'm not Chinese, nor do I live in China. I couldn't tell you that, but I can tell you what an American is, and you're one of them. You're it. Tag, you're I could, it. I could be American. I could be British. Nope. I could be Canadian. Nope. You can't nope. look at you me couldn't. and identify no, that I, I'm I know you. An American. I'm not talking about how you look. I'm talking about you're saying look because of Chinese. I'm you saying said you couldn't be Chinese. You couldn't but be But you Chinese. didn't tell me how you couldn't be Chinese. I assume it's based on look. Well, you don't have a mother or a father that's Chinese, first of all. So you're already out. Like, we can stop early in this, this, this witch hunt. You're not Chinese. That gets back to my first point. Okay. America is a country that's founded by immigrants. No one is truly from America. No <sighs> one. My God, that's so that's ridiculous. Then no one is from anywhere. Everybody traveled to get. <laughs> you can't say that. They're Aborigines and Aborigines and original peoples exist. They they're not you from Australia. The Aborigines are not from Australia. There's there's Where are they from then B. There's data that shows that they came from India. Whether you want to accept okay. that or not, these, these land masses were not always yeah, separated. That's the first time you said that, okay? So, okay, so they, they, came, they came over from India to an uninhabited region? Right, so that isn't, but they also had, they had to conquer that land. There was something there. It may not have been people, but there was something they there. They were not people. The, the, the people is what matters. But that doesn't make them the original because they weren't there first. They didn't grow out of the ground. They're the original people that were there. This is a word game. They were the original people that they were there. They were the first people, not the original. And they may not even have been the first Original people. First, there may have been a be civilization different? of people who died there, and they were, they never reproduced enough to have any offspring. So it would appear that they are the first. But that's what I'm saying. Are you talking about pre-flood? I'm talking. You know, there's a podcast that me and Beyonce need to do one day. <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> this is not it. Well, ignore what I just said. Listen to what I'm saying. Sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> Listen to what my point is, is that Everyone else has a clearly defined idea of what their people are. We are the only ones that pussyfoot around this and refuse because we don't want to hurt anybody's goddamn feelings about what an American is. It's time for us to clearly define because after 400 plus years okay, of, of... Fine, give me some, give me some guiding principles. What does Beyonce think an American is? Okay, so... What I think we need to do is it needs, it needs to be a date involved. So at some date, if you are an American citizen, no matter where you're from, no matter what you're doing, if you are a legal nationalized citizen, you are an American from that date. Anything moving forward, we have to, we have to go through the process. But if you have a cutoff date of, let's say, December 25th, 2018, if you are a naturalized citizen or you were born in this country or... You know what I'm saying? We'll go down the line like that. Just the, the most obvious reasons why you'd be an American. You were born here. Your parents are American. Uh, you know, you're a naturalized citizen. By this specific date, from that point on, anybody who was that before December 25th, 2018, that is an American. I'm not saying they have to look a certain way. I'm not saying they have to look a certain way. I'm not saying they have to speak a certain way. Is the rule now? Is it? We can't even get a... We can't even... There are people who don't even want to keep out illegal immigrants, much less legal ones. There are people who don't even want to keep out illegal immigrants. But, but, but we're not talking about, we're talking about who is an American. Right. And you want to keep out illegal. Okay, that's a person inside of a country. We're talking about who is an American. Right. So who is an American? You gave us a list of things that really all centered around, you know, bec- becoming a citizen from that point forward, you're an American. Do you disagree with that? I don't think you do. No. So... But that's that's a whole different. That's not that's not inclusive of illegal immigrants. No, but it has illegal to, immigrants by very very by very definition are not Americans. They are the other. It has to start somewhere, though, cool. To what I'm saying is, it has to start somewhere. If you file the paperwork to become Chinese, I don't I don't know that they'll even let you be one then. 
However, if you file the paperwork to become Chinese, you get you buy land there, you actually live there, you know what I'm saying, you're paying their taxes, you consider yourself a Chinese person, and you've done all the paperwork necessary to be naturalized as a citizen, to me, you are now Chinese. A lot- but, 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 okay, so let's do it this way. Have you ever been to Jamaica? I have never been to Jamaica. Wait, okay. no, I've, I've been to St. Thomas. Not Jamaica. Okay. How would you feel if you met a white dude that said, I'm from St. Thomas, I'm St. Thomas and whatnot, or a white Jamaican? What would you think? Uh, same way I feel about a white South African. You'd be like, oh, what is that? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, all. what is it? No, how would you feel? What do you mean? I wouldn't feel any cra- crazy way at all. Like, okay, cool. Bullshit. You'd be like, huh, that's weird. No, I wouldn't. No, really, where are you from? That would be your, what your mind would probably Sorry. go along. No, really, where are you from? Sorry, that's not how I would do it. Okay. Well, that's how I think a lot of people would do it. And quite frankly, that's how I would do it. I'd like, okay. I'd want to know where this people, where this person's people originally came from. Whereas with South Africans, white South Africans, you mean the Dutch. That's what you mean. The Dutch. So you're, uh, you're under the, the belief that the only time that matters is the time that you can count back to. And see what I'm saying is time started before the time you can count back to. There was time before that time. So when do you stop where people started coming from? Because they came from somewhere originally, and it was all from Africa. If, if we're using the data that we currently have and accept, the maj- let's say you got to be second generation to be, really be. You have to be second generation of citizens to really be. I love it. I love it. That's a rule that I could I could stand beside. So if you're not second generation, in, born in America, lived in America, owned land in America, is an American, I I agree. That's a good rule. Second generation or, 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 or better. I've been drinking. I'm pretty sure he's trapped me, but we're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll hear this later when you guys hear it and figure out what I have to clean up. But there has to be a definition, There has to be a definition at some point. And I know that a wall seems really fucking ridiculous. It seems kind of silly to me too, but I think it's a symbol it's a it's symbolism for actually defining what is and what is not. Yes, they can still I want the symbolism that's five point one to five point six billion dollars. That money don't mean nothing. Else. We spend five billion on on it's like that's like ten dollars to you. Five billion in this country is like ten they spend money on the dumbest shit they always have they always will so they're sitting there har- gonna spend money on this dumb they're shit they're harping about this five billion for this they're gonna spend that five billion somewhere else dumb it doesn't even matter really none all the shit is owed to china anyway the whole country is so none if, of that shit if, even matters if you look at it that way then then you know you're gonna be pretty uh down and pessimistic about everything yeah well i on the other hand i'm choosing to to try to figure out to how to do what i can do which is a great segue because sometimes even wanting to do what you can do, the shit is just out of your hands. So the Cheeto, 45, has had a horrible week. Um, his secretary of defense, James Mattis, is resigning because of <sighs> irreconcilable differences. No, because of, of differences on Trump's approach. And I'm, I'm loosely quoting from General Mattis' resignation letter. He's resigning based on differences with regard to how Trump has um, treated allies and his relationships with sworn enemies. Okay. And how that looks to our allies. The breaking point was Syria, where Trump um, spontaneously announced we were pulling out of Syria, which shows Trump's either ignorance or willful ignorance about micropolitics and what no America presence in Syria, how that's a domino that pushes other dominoes that leads to 9-11 type shit. Can you expand on micropolitics and what that means? Okay. So everybody wants to say, USA first, man. Fuck all the other shit. Why do I, why do I care what's going on in Uzbekistan? I don't, ain't never been there. Well, ain't number never bothered me. So whatever. So you think about these countries that have uh, radicalization uh, of whatever type uh, and are involved in terrorist activities, and there's these these really small countries. Well, these small countries are the places where our terrorists are born. These, you know, these small countries and their own miniature world where they, 
feel slighted by America or Russia or China and have some sort of, you know, beef against that country because we either mishandled, didn't handle, we came to aid, didn't acknowledge the request for aid. In other words, as Bionis often says, the United States is the big boy on the block. So what we do and what we don't do, you know, affects the world. We, you know, Bionis used to say that, you know, if we're not, you know, what is it? Uh, if we don't move, it don't shake. moves until we do. Yeah, and that's right. But that's, for these small countries you've never fucking heard of, these people that you have these derogatory names from, I'm not talking about you, Bionis, I'm just talking to listeners out there. The micropolitics of what they're doing, these are like miniature global skirmishes involving the United States and the other superpowers. So it's like a game within a game within a game. It's like risk. Right. Exactly. 100%. 1,000%. That's exactly what the fuck it's like. So we've been playing, you know, in, at risk with Russia and China. We win some, we lose some. So... President Trump deciding to pull out not a very large portion, but as far as number goes, but our our military from Syria, what that does, that allows our allies in Syria to be conquered by the people that were there. That allows Russia to, to become a friend to uh, Bashir, who's the, running the regime in Syria, which means Russia gains an influence in that region. And more importantly... It allows for the spread of radical ideas for people who blow up things, particularly American things. So even though it's only a couple thousand troops, the fact that it's like a it's like a, a U.S. embassy, the fact that it was there shows the United States is taking an interest. And, sh- and because the United States is taking an interest, then this game within a game magnified by the superpowers, we all have to recognize, okay, the Americans do care. They may defend on this area. So it's it's chess. High-level chess. Donald Trump never ran and told you shit about his foreign policy. Because he never had one. And I agree. He was going to rely on people, experts. And two of his experts were uh, General Mattis, Secretary of Defense, and John Kelly, uh, former head of the uh, White House Chief of Staff. These are generals with long, distinguished careers of service who are respected by people who are Republican and Democrat, who are stalwarts, defenders of this country their entire lives. They're both gone. Donald Trump is now making free-balling, free-handing foreign policy the United States Special Envoy on the War Against ISIS, guy by the name of Mr. McGurk, can't see his last name. He resigned as well yesterday or Friday out of protest because in addition to pulling out of Syria, Donald Trump wants to pull out of Afghanistan. What does this mean? It means you're handing these regions over to Russia. It means you're minimizing the United States' impact and importance you are, because you're handing over land. You're handing over battlefields. Battles within battles within battles. Foreign policy is not easy. It's not simple to break down. It's something that requires dedica- a dedication of, of time, effort, and years to understand the politics and the relationships of peoples of certain regions. General Mattis retired. Sorry, resigned. Donald Trump said he retired because that sounds nicer than someone resigning and writing a letter critical of all of your policy moves. Mattis, who was fully engulfed in all of these political dramas, all of these soap operas in the regions, and also fully well aware of how important it is to keep America strong, not just here, but abroad, to push back the spread of Russia, Chinese expansion. He resigned. He's gone. He was a guy that could tell Donald Trump no. That Donald Trump would respect him and say, okay, I can't do that shit. He's gone. John Kelly, White House Speaker, uh, White House uh, uh, Chairman of Staff of the White House. That's not his title. I forgot. Let's go with this. John Kelly, <laughs> former White House Staff Advisor, 
Anywho, also a general. He's gone too. The adults in the Trump cabinet are gone. There is no one to tell Trump no. More importantly, there's no one to tell Trump no with experience about the consequences of his actions. And we're specifically talking about foreign policy. If you think this is all bullshit and you shouldn't be concerned about it, you're dead ass wrong. A few weeks ago, Donald Trump was funny. Some shit to talk about. Now Russia's expanding and we're pulling our troops out of Syria, Afghanistan, and the Middle East. We're about to destabilize that region. It's going to affect your gas prices. And more importantly, some guy wearing a headdress may try to blow up something you're in. It's not funny anymore. It's very dangerous. I don't know what can be done other than the special advisor hurrying the fuck up with his whatever he's trying to find. A lot of people in support of Donald Trump and Trump's administration are now having to question what they think now that these two foreign policy experts, Kelly and Mattis, are gone. The adults have left. Be honest, what do you think about about any of that? You think the adults have left? You still trusting in Trump? Um, do we have I a don't... big problem because the Secretary of Defense is gone? Okay, so I don't think that I've ever supported Trump's foreign policy outside of the idea that I thought he would bring a new, a fresh perspective with his business acumen, being able to to treat the U.S. like a business. However, Without foreign policy advisors or specialists, professionals, we're dead in the water. That is not a that's not a game. You can't play. You can't play foreign policy. You can't kind of know foreign policy. You can't pretend. You can't fake it till you make foreign policy. There's absolutely an issue if we have no one to handle our foreign policy. You have my complete agreeance in that. I don't think that there's a way to. to I don't think there's a way for Donald Trump to do this alone. Without him hiring new people who are, are dedicated and, and get it, we're dead. The problem is, this is one of those situations you and I have no control over. And I can't pretend that we do at all. Right. The only thing that can be done is the Senate Republican Democrat to say, wait a fucking minute. This is a problem. We, we've got to address this um, either by a legislation or an impeachment vote. He, he, can't, he, can't, he can't run foreign policy just based on how he feels. Right. And that's what's There's happening. No Twitter. There's no Twitter statement he can make about foreign policy. No. By the way, North Korea is, is building nukes. Yeah. That's just letting you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's no longer secret. Yeah. So, speaking of uh, more Trump situations, you said his business acumen. Be honest, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the stock market, have you? Yes, I have because I, I've, I've lost a lot of my stock. Or well, not necessarily lost it. I still own it. It's just it's not worth shit. Value. So, what, how do you think this affected the president whose soul pushed progress is that he's the economy is great under him how do you think that affected him well i don't necessarily know if the stock market matches the economy at all times and actually it's easier to win when the economy is down so i'm not looking at this as a bad time i'm just looking at i need to to have a better relationship with my financial advisor so he can start buying the right things right now while shit looks bad so i I look at this as a win not a loss president trump fucking disagrees with you (laughs) Um, the Federal Reserve is also going up. Be honest, you you familiar with that? I am. We They're were going to do again. We were going to do a, a equity line, and we've decided to wait because interest rates are stupid. <sighs> For those that don't know, um, Kit uh, works in the finance industry, so I don't know how much Be Honest knows about it. This Be Honest, do you know the role of the Federal Reserve? Do you know uh, whether or not it's supposed to be independent or not? It's not supposed to be, but it is. It is independent, and it also, oddly enough, uh, decides what our our rate is for things like interest rates, and it it basically regulates for some kind of way how our interest rates look throughout all of all of finance. 
But it's a private industry. So a 45 wants to fire the head of the, of the Fed, Federal Reserve. Because he's raising rates and that's eating away at his 45's single point of success to point to, which is the economy. Right. He doesn't understand how basic government works. We are now getting to the point where we are going to start seeing consequences and repercussions for allowing a reality TV star to be our president. Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy, be honest? I have, but he's not a reality TV star. He's that also, but he's also a, a businessman. We're not gonna, I'm not going to just take discredit on him. How does he think he can fire the Federal Reserve chief? Because a CEO of business can fire anybody he wants to. He's raising rates uh, because he's trying to avoid a fucking depression as best he can. Right. Well, okay. So now, now we're not going to pretend like we're friends with the Federal Reserve now because Trump is— No, no, but they, they have—their sole purpose— is to ensure that our economy stays afloat, is it not? <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. I mean, that's what they say that their role is. But, they, I mean, the Federal Reserve is the reason why every dollar you make at your job costs the country a, more than a dollar. It's, they're, they're not good guys. They're, they're not the good guys. Federal Reserve is not the good guys. Sorry. I'm, that's not what I said, but they have an important job, and that job is to ensure that they stole that, the that job. Does not tank. They stole that job. That's not really their job. It wasn't their job. They stole that. So, I mean, I, I feel you and I hear you, but I'm telling you that it has to burn. It has to, the Federal Reserve needs to burn with the rest of it. All of it's bullshit to me. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ally myself with the Federal Reserve right now just because Trump is against them. I'm not with either one of them idiots, but I'm definitely not with the Federal Reserve. Sorry. I don't like I don't like right, I don't man. like the practice of of lending the country money and making them pay interest. Ultimately, what I'm trying to get at is right. that a president was elected who has little experience with politics at all. Gotcha. And has shown heretofore a lack of basic knowledge of how politics works. Got you. It's as if he never saw the Schoolhouse Rock special, I'm Only a Bill. He didn't. Only poor kids And saw so that. we're now getting to a point where it's not funny anymore. And it's going to have consequences for us all. So, you know, I've dropped a lot of information on, on Christmas Eve Eve, and I apologize for that. But I would feel a type of way. I didn't accurately try to report what happened this week because, you know, that's what you want from us is to know what you need to know, what you need to think about, what you should be concerned about. Form your own opinion. How are you going to react to it? But I would be remiss before we get out of here. We didn't talk about a little schism. Be honest. You heard about the story of the, uh, the black wrestler in New Jersey who was forced to cut his locks or else forfeit a match by a referee. Soledad O'Brien put it on her Twitter page, so everyone, I'm sure, heard about this. I didn't get it from her, but yeah, a lot of people heard about this. Um, so here's the deal. So the referee of this wrestling match, whose name I'm not going to say, you can Google it yourself, has had several racially charged incidents where it's appeared that he is, you know, might be some kind of a white supremacist, though he's Italian. And... Um, so he's got a long track record of of making racially suggestive comments and doing racially suggestive actions. He's a known commodity. So he was uh, officiating this match between a, a kid of color, looks like a mixed kid. Um, he told the kid that he could not compete unless he were to cut his dreads off. Uh, then the image that's going out Viral is of a white woman cutting off this kid's dreadlocks. Kid then wrestles and wins the match. Since then, there's been quite an uproar on social media. It's been on uh, on uh, basically every media source you can think of. Uh, the chair of the New Jersey Athletic Commission for those high schoolers has decided that they will no longer let this man officiate any other matches uh, in their division. But it's unclear what crime, if any, has been committed. Be honest what you think about this. 
I think that the the outrage that the kid at the end looked humiliated and defeated and, and, and traumatized was bullshit. He was exhausted. It was an overtime wrestling match. I don't know if you ever wrestled before, but it's taxing as a motherfucker. Like so he was worn out at the end of that match. It, that wasn't trauma that wasn't trauma or, you know, him his feelings being hurt because he had to cut his dreads. That was him just being exhausted. However, from a, a, a larger scope, it was this is a ridiculous reason to make somebody cut their hair. And he should have been fired. I'm glad he did get fired. It. I don't know if it's... No, he didn't get fired. He just will no longer wrestle those matches. And, you know, he's still going to be... I'm sorry, officiating those matches. He's still going to be doing something elsewhere. The question that I didn't quite ask was, I'm not sure if any crime has been committed, but probably not. Might be a civil thing. Right. I don't know. Right. But, okay, here's the thing, right? How important was this fucking match? Was it the super duper duper championship? Because if it wasn't, fuck that match. I'm not cutting my hair for a wrestling match. Y'all kiss my ass. Some people really don't want to take L's. Man, fuck you know, that, that L. Match your record can have a lot to do with what schools you go to. If you were seeking a wrestling scholarship, that all that shit matters. Yeah, that's why you. But okay, so you don't think that it's. It, do you think that that kid had didn't have a case? If you're his lawyer, he doesn't have a case. <sighs> he may. I don't know. I don't know yet because children, for good reason are given less rights than adults. Okay. We can we can monitor, alter, control a lot of what minors do. Okay. Always always have been. So I I don't necessarily know what could be done other than seeking to have this guy's license revoked and him fired and him not well him not get wrestling another school gig in New Jersey. Right. That's probably about all that could be done. So then my next question the is how bad do you want? It's picking up speed. Yeah, yeah, I, I assume it would be because it's, it's it's ridiculous. Why didn't any adult say anything? Why didn't no one, including that white teacher who cut the hair, why didn't she stand up for this? Why didn't the the other team be like, "Fuck this! This is dumb. We're not we're not allowing this to be. We're all for whatever." You know what I'm saying? Like they there were too took that uh, that that L. There That's were too many happened. adults. There were too many adults around for that kid to have his haircut. Is what I'm saying. So this guy is, is is the judge, jury, executioner. Fuck that. There is too. There are too many adults sitting in that room. Oh, all I'm going to say is the only adults that I saw in the room were all white. His coach seemed to be white. The lady cutting his hair was white. That's all I saw. Right. I'm not. I'm. They're not off the off the hook. There are a lot of adults here. Why is no one saying anything? That's what I'm. If 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 it were me and I were that black kid or that mixed kid or whatever, I'm not cutting my dreads or my hair or anything for this dumb rule. I don't know what the rules are for hair, but shit, he, this couldn't have been his first match. And if it was, no, he it wasn't quit. his first match. Right. No, so no. he did no, those that's, dreads. That's not. That's not in in dispute. That's whether or not he could have wrestled as is. That's not in dispute. Yeah. Well, all I know is is that if it were me, I would have said, okay, that's the way it goes. If nobody's going to stand up for me and whatever, I'm not cutting my hair. Fuck this wrestling team. And, you know, or or the other side of that is how bad do you want that, that wrestling scholarship? People do crazy things to get their success in life. And if cutting my hair means I, I get my scholarship, fuck that hair. So it's both ways to me. For either either one, if the hair is that important to me, fuck this wrestling shit. And if my scholarship is more important to me, fuck this hair. Fuck hair. Like, really? Am I really bitching about some hair when I'm about to get a full scholarship to a college? Fuck hair. I'll be bald-headed if it means I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to realize my dreams. We, we give up far more than hair to realize our dreams. I'm not pussying for this little boy because he had to cut his hair. If that's the case, if he's a wrestling champion and he's about to get a scholarship and be the wrestling god, fuck hair. Who cares about hair? Stop pussing around like his hair getting cut matters. Fuck that hair. I'm going to beat this whole region and y'all going to have to see me when I get my scholarship and go to, to, to college and, and get my full ride wherever I go. Well, that's a great attitude to have for the kid. I will admit that. And apparently that was his attitude because right. he cut the shit and he, didn't, he handled his business. And he beat that dude's but, ass. But for the adults, I'm sick and tired. And the Army did this a while back. The Army had this rule where the women, black women, couldn't wear typical black hairstyles. But they changed it back uh, about, I don't know, six months ago. Do you remember that, be honest? I do remember them not being able to wear. Yeah, they couldn't wear uh, black hairstyles. I remember that. We didn't talk about it. I don't know where I heard it, but it, it they, they eventually switched back on that. This wow. is the same shit. This is, we're going to fuck with you. Right. Because we can. Because, you know, well, you're, you're a Negro. So I'm going to fuck with you. Right. Because I can. 
Right. I don't know what else there is to be done other than trying to revoke this guy's license to referee anything. But, you know, to me, that's how I see it. From the kid's perspective, obviously. Young man, get your money. Get your get your scholarship. Do what you need to do. You know, I was... I've heard some things out there in the podcast world where, you know, some black women have, you know, one in particular who's mixed, um, commented that one day she wore an ethnic hairstyle and the way she was treated, it was not the way she had been treated when she had that, you know, that straight ass hair. Right. That's a whole other ass conversation, but that's, 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 that's more of this, you know, that's more of letting other people define what they're comfortable with and what they're, what's acceptable. Right. Notwithstanding the fact it may be part of how you got here, your nature and something inherently natural to you. I have a problem with that. I do. So I understand why this picture regarding the wrestler getting his hair cut is going viral because you know, it's, it's more of the same shit. It's like your black voice, your work voice, your work voice isn't your regular. Well, be honest, might be. But <laughs> mine is not. <laughs> no, I say that. Hey man, it's Christmas Eve. Can we end on a better note than this? Yay, Christmas. <laughs> all right, Christmas. yay. There's a, there's a fat-ass white dude about to freak into all y'all houses. <laughs> he may or may not leave some shit you want. But in any event, he's going to eat up all of your sweet shit. He's going to eat up all of your, your cookies, your desserts. They're all gone. That's his exchange rate. And this motherfucker's been doing it for hundreds of years. And nobody has has filed a complaint against this motherfucker just breaking into people's houses and shit right. left and right. That's crazy to me. But you know the thing about Santa Claus is that motherfucker is useful. Think about raising your kids. Tell me you didn't say, oh man, Santa Claus watching that shit. No, never said it. Bullshit. Well, why the fuck not? I've been using that shit all week, and I don't feel no kind of way about it. No. It's like, oh, damn. Wow. You kind of had a little tantrum right there. It's a shame. <laughs> you do so so close to Christmas because Santa's still watching this shit. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> damn. I mean, did he get your letter? Did you Did you write the letter? <laughs> I didn't see it. I don't know if it got there, but hopefully. Well, that's torture. You know what? But 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 on a happy note, man, this is my favorite time of the year because I do really honestly truly believe black, white, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever, Seventh day Adventist, not Jehovah's Witnesses. Not Jehovah's Witnesses. Mormons, everybody tries to be a little bit nicer for this week. Scientologists? What about Scientologists? Nah, they don't fuck with that. Tom Cruise is their Jesus. Not a pretty bad guy if you think about it. If you got to pick a savior, I mean, Tom Cruise's savior, I mean, that is a nice ass run that he does in every movie. movie. You You know what I'm talking about, the Tom Cruise run? He's a little short, though, for a savior. But that motherfucker just running. Just running. Where's he going? I don't know. <laughs> Is he there yet? Maybe. I don't know. Where's he going? Hey, he's getting there fast. No fatigue. Not a single sweat. That motherfucker doesn't sweat. He perspires. That's a pretty good Jesus, right? I think so. Not Katie Holmes, though. That was, ugh. Well, he gave her to he... Jamie Foxx, right? Uh... <laughs> On God, I don't think they can kick it. I think Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise can't ever have another conversation. Seriously. Right. He seems petty like that. He does. Because, you know, the little girl looks just like her. Siri. <laughs> He's like, that's my, all my shit. Right. You got your black, you know, your black ass over there. But Jamie, black ass? Excuse me? Yes. Yes. That's, you know, but. It's not bad. Not a, not a bad savior, Tom Cruise. There's the Oprah thing, the Oprah couch thing. That wasn't good at all. I don't want my savior, like, you know, jumping and holding hands. Right. That oh. seems, you know, it's not all powerful. It's not omniscient. It's not omnipotent. 
We <laughs> look. She, we she we is. we say all that to say Merry Christmas, listeners. I don't know what the hell Kenta Kuta is going through right now. But all we want to say to y'all is Merry Christmas. <laughs> Fuck it. Fine. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Enjoy your first day of Kwanzaa. All right. And, uh, for and our listen- Jewish listeners, we're glad you've wrapped up uh, Hanukkah. And we hope that Hanukkah, Harry, brought you everything you wanted on all eight day- eight crazy nights. He's doing it again, and listeners. We look. Go. Forward. Go back and listen to some past episodes of Black and Rose Sides while you're waiting on Christmas to be over with. <laughs> I guess. I just hope that this year Bionis comes through on Kwanzaa because last year he sure the fuck didn't. Nope. You know, I know I shouldn't be petty that way, but I didn't get shit from Bionis for Kwanzaa last year. Just throwing it out there. Speaking into the universe. Hey, look, black on both sides where nothing is black and white. It isn't, folks. You have a happy, you be careful with each other out there. <laughs> happy New Year. If we don't talk to you before then, we will. Actually, we will twice. Never mind. So fuck your New Year. We'll get to that later. Merry Christmas. <laughs>